Grant. Sounded like you said Brant. I did not say Brant. I said Grant. Because that's my name. I'm going to have to replay it to see if it sounded like you said Brant. If so, then I'll leave it in. (laughs) Brant. Brant. You're going to leave it? That was a crisp clap, though, so I'm okay having that. Not to clap, just you saying Brant. You're just using this podcast to make me look like a total numpty. And it's fine. (laughs) But... That's right. That's a word I recently picked up is numpty. I like it a lot. See, this is this is how I know that a word is perfect for a grant. It's because in my mind when you said that, that just felt like Grant's definitely been saying numpty forever. <laughs> See, and I haven't. I just learned it like a couple weeks ago. But now hmm. I use it all the time. Yeah, it just it just sounds like a word that you would use. That's what I thought. Yeah. Good pick, was, Grant. Thank you. <laughs> I was watching um a uh, a British YouTuber who makes um blacksmithing videos. And he called himself that in one of his videos. He's cuz he like made a mistake on something. He's like, "I'm such a numpty." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm a numpty too." <laughs> Cuz I'd like just like spilled food on myself or something stupid. Yeah. And so, Britishisms yeah. are fun, but you do have to be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? Why do you have to be careful, Mark? Uh, well, because there are many words that they use that we use quite differently, and vice versa. Yep. That's why I won't expand on it. Do some googling for yourself, dear listener, if you're unsure. I'm thinking of a couple in particular. Yeah, but there are also I know some that Mark would bleep out if I say them so mark be ready just insert some like dolphin noises here or something i would bleep them out and and verbally berate you probably uh but they're also (laughs) mark i didn't are you gonna bleep that out am i gonna bleep you really obnoxiously saying bleep no i'm gonna blame you for destroying the listeners eardrums it's not even close. I cursed and then you bleeped it out with a really stupid bleep I bet you're the worst Grant anyway but yet you podcast with me so I'm clearly not the worst you liar you're the worst at some things Grant that's true I can confirm <laughs> so in our uh, further quest to become adults I wanted to make a decent dinner last night Mm-hmm. By uh, our, you mean yours and... I mean ours. Uh, oh, Where we try okay. and make good dinners and stuff that is mm-hmm. that are not, like, super straightforward. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make myself some stuffed peppers. Because I like stuffed peppers, and they're actually pretty easy to make. I just kind of forget that they exist most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I go to the store, and I get some bell peppers. I already have some rice. I have some ground turkey. I get some additional spices and stuff. I get some jack cheese to put in there. Uh, I get all the stuff ready, and I go home. I'm like, hey, I'm going to make stuffed peppers. And I cut my pepper open, and then I realize, huh, that's right. I forgot to get tinfoil. <laughs> nah, you don't have tinfoil? Nope. I just haven't, like, had a need for it yet. And what so about just aluminum never... foil? Well, okay, whatever. I don't have foil. Okay. And it just hasn't made its way into my grocery basket yet. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I made myself an anti-stuffed pepper where I took everything that I would normally do to make a stuffed pepper, but then just all threw it in a pan at the same time. <laughs> nice. Turned out pretty well. And I actually had leftovers, which I had tonight for dinner, which were quite good. Do you know what you made? You made deconstructed stuffed peppers. I, I, I prefer anti-stuffed peppers. But deconstructed is a really, like, trendy chefy word, isn't it? Do you think I would know that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I believe I think you. it's all the rage right now. It's just a little too long for my taste. I, I like being concise. What'd you call them? Anti-stuffed peppers. Oh, yeah, that is shorter. Mm-hmm. For a second I was thinking that it was another long word, but no, anti is pretty short. Yeah, and uh, quite a quite a, a bit fewer syllables than deconstructed. Deconstructed. I don't know if this is okay. Sorry, this is just making me think of something. I think I've talked about it with you before, maybe on the podcast. But the abbreviation www dot mm-hmm. instead of World Wide Web, mm-hmm. it's nine syllables versus World Wide Web, which is three. Yes. And if you think about saying World Wide Web, they're all, like, long words. They're all one syllable, but they're a long one syllable. You know? And it's sort of a tongue twister if you try and say it too fast. And WWW is not? No, because you just did it. Everybody will know. Because you're just saying a letter three times, people know what you mean. Why isn't it just like dub, dub, dub? Well, because I think the whole dub craze came in a little after uh, WWW. Yeah. Got like entrenched in society. And, and and give it like, I bet, at most two years. And if you went up to someone who like is 16 and you said, isn't it weird that WWW is longer than World Wide Web? They'd be like. What do either of those mean? Because nobody needs the www anymore. You just tell them go to blah.com, and if it needs the w's, then your browser automatically fills it in. Most of the time, you don't need it though. Yeah. You know, and also nobody goes around saying https colon backslash backslash. <laughs> there was a time yeah. when that was a thing. There was a time where you needed to differentiate http versus stuff that didn't have it but we're well past that age now unless you're on the sketchiest of websites <laughs> so the sketchiest of websites yeah like everything that's a dot net mm-hmm. i have such a this is the thing i have such a negative reaction to dot net websites really do you have that like we were always told to not trust things like dot com but dot com could mean anything dot net just i don't know there's just something about it that feels worse you've thought about this way more than i have man domain extensions matter okay okay i don't know it's just like it bothers me never trust dot gov because the man the man's got that one in the bag that's right it's all lies that's why i wear dot org dot edu i wonder if we could get dot edu didn't we test? We, we went online and... We looked up and, how and a, expensive our... 
yeah, thing in a past would be with episode. Different. I know it was because I was trying to find one for your name, and I had to end up cutting your last name a bunch of times because I kept saying it. You didn't want it, me to say it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be stalked by weirdos on the internet. Let's see if I can get .edu. Just like, didn't just buy it. I can't get. Okay, Hover does not offer .edu domains. You do need to actually be an edu. Be a, yeah, be a real person. Yeah. But I could, I could, uh, uh, let's just search for my name again. No, I'm just curious. There's that dot net. For fifteen forty nine. I should buy that and then just make it some crappy website. <laughs> with like a bunch of broken links in it and stuff to make you look like a numpty. Honestly, I'd be fine because that's, that's exactly what I would expect from a dot net page. <laughs> <laughs> Versus my beautiful website, markrichard.org is a clean, wonderful experience for anybody wanting to go there. Kind of basic for my taste, but it's fine. Yeah, it's a clean blog. That's the point. Putting the blah in blog. We got ourselves some Calvin and Hobbes, courtesy of Mr. Bill Watterson. Mm-hmm. In a classic situation, we have Calvin presumably waiting for the bus the lunchbox near him hops by his side. I'm assuming it's I'm gonna guess late fall. Calvin has a has a has a jacket on. Uh, he says, "Here I am, waiting for the bus. Eleven more years of school to go, then college, then maybe graduate school, and then I work until I die. What kind of world is this? You only get five years to be a kid. What about exploring and discovering and playing?" Those things are important, too. And Hobbes says, well, you still have afternoons and weekends. And Calvin says, that's when I watch TV. Oh. All right, where are you going with this, Grant? There's a lot of ways to go with this. I know. That's kind of why I chose it. Because I thought, if you don't like the way that I started taking it, then you can hijack it and take it some other way that will probably be more interesting. <laughs> I've never done that, Grant. Sure you haven't, Mark. Um, all of our listeners know that you're full of lies at this point. You're saying you have never done that. Um, but even we proved the podcast episodes, so that's good. Anyway, what I was thinking was... If, if nobody listens to the podcast, is there anybody to say that it's wrong? <laughs> but people do listen. We have hundreds of listeners, Mark. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I mean, I mean, tens of thousands. We're like one of the biggest podcasts right now. We're blowing up, aren't we? We have tens of tenths of listeners. We have listeners numbers that use numbers to describe. We have, we have listeners that span the North American continent. How about that? That's a true statement. We do. <laughs> We're spanning continents. We're kind of a big deal, aren't we? <laughs> In a certain narrow sense of the definition. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Any, anyway, so the where Kelvin's saying, "What about exploring and discovering and playing? Those things are important too." I just really like that line because I'm I've been thinking about kind of the importance of exploring, playing, and discovering. Um, and. It's something that I feel like I haven't been doing a ton in my life because, as Kelvin says, and then work until I die, 
And then it's like, well, I got nights and weekends. But, like, not necessarily that's when I watch TV because I don't really feel like I watch that much TV. But, like, that's when I do my laundry or cook dinner or wash dishes or go grocery shopping or pay my bills or do my taxes or... So I'm trying to figure out when I can when I can explore, discover, and play, bro. You got hmm. any advice? It's it's hard for me to say because the reason, like the selfish reason that getting a full time job and accepting it, like I did, instead of saying no, I'm going to try my hand at grad school, is specifically because I thought and have now confirmed. That having just a normal person full-time job gives me so much time to learn and explore and play and discover and whatever else. Like, that's something that I feel like I've said a lot of times. I have more free time than I've had in the past four years of my life and more mental capacity to make use of it because I don't have other things that, like, I need to be doing in that time. Like my brain and it, my brain is free to do things and I have the disposable income, you know, to some extent to try out some new hobbies or engage more in older ones. I think, I think part of my problem is that I guess I kind of agree with like throughout college. I did not feel like I had, free time or as much free time or like disposable or free time or however you described it as I do now. But I feel like now when I do have it, I have other things that I need to do. Like what? Like do dishes, fold laundry, make like, dinner. Did you do you fold laundry every night, Grant? I wear a lot of clothes, bro. No, but it's like, it seems like every night there's something that I need to do, hmm. and then it's, by the time that I eat and do that thing, it's like, yo, bro, you're A, exhausted, and B, need to go to bed in like an hour, so what are you really gonna do? Hmm. See, this I feel is like I'm just, I feel like I have little blocks of like an hour, and then I just waste them, because I'm tired. That does make sense, because this is, this is where we start to diverge. In a couple places. One is, well, okay, to address things like, you know, making dinner and doing dishes and all that stuff. I get that. That's why I aim for meals that have the minimum amount of input required for the output. Uh You know, like that's what I maximize for unless I'm going home with the intention of being like, I'm going to spend some time to make a nice dinner because I feel like doing it. Otherwise, I'm just maximizing for, like, how do I not spend a lot of time? How do I how do I spend, mm-hmm. like, the worst thing, what I always hate about cooking is that it takes way longer to cook the food than it does to eat it. You know? Oh, yeah, I can eat the food in, like, two minutes flat. Yeah, bro. and so, like, I try to narrow that gap as much as possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, the other thing, then, is, like, I don't think that I'm a less responsible or hygienic or whatever kind of person than you are. And so it makes me wonder what things you do differently in your life that gives you so much less time. Like, 
I don't know. I never feel like I have adult responsibilities to do most nights. Like, yeah, today really? I did so, I did some laundry. Like, I did some laundry when I got back. And, like, I do my dishes after I eat and all that stuff. But other than that, like, I don't know. Nothing else takes that long. And this is the other thing, though. What I'm I will just slow. What I will acknowledge is that... I work different hours, and I do that specifically so that I have more time, right? I assume that you don't do much with your mornings. No, because I can't. Yeah, versus me, I do even less with my mornings because I just get up and get ready quickly, and then I go into work really early. And then when I come home, I have in and around, depending on when I decide to go to sleep, six to seven hours to do whatever. Yeah. See, my mornings are like my mornings are my like me time. But like, you get to, you get to decide what that means, though. I know I do get to decide what it means, but over the past like four years, I've gotten into such I don't want to say a routine, but like when I wake up in the morning, I need like time to accept that the world exists and that I'm part of it again before I like deal with a day. You know how like some people some people get up they get to work and they have to like chug a couple cups of coffee to deal with the day. Mm-hmm. I gotta get up and I gotta like just like have a breakfast and chill See, to be able to deal with the day. I just I've just again I don't want to be like I don't want to be insensitive. Like I know that people are legitimately just different, but that. Feels but you want to like, say something really insensitive? But that just feels like one of those things that you can slowly train yourself out of. Like, it's a habitual thing. Like you said, it's a routine. Right? It's not like you had the time to do that in high school. <laughs> I Actually, assume. I got up pretty darn early in high school, Mark. Okay, well, that's fine then. Well, uh, don't you remember? Like, we would get to school super early and then just chill in the band room before school. Yeah, but that's getting up and doing something. Well, that's what I do now. Okay, but are you doing something? I just chill by myself. <laughs> but you can, I'm saying that, but chilling can consist of a lot of things. It can be something that you decide is productive in a certain way. Like, yeah. it, it, I'm saying that, like, even if you just sit there and just, like, stare out your window or what, whatever you do with this chill time, uh, you can decide in your head, this is something that I need and it's something that I enjoy and like doing with my mornings. Therefore, it's productive. And if you decide, you know what, something about this doesn't feel right, then you can try to implement some other, like, small hobby that you want to get into, like, with a little bit of that time. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't take, you don't, like, you don't need more than, like, 30 minutes or something to make some progress on something small, even whether it's reading a book yeah. or whatever small thing you want to do. Yeah. See, right. I feel like my mornings aren't my problem. I'm fine with my mornings. Okay. It's my evenings. Because, like, my mornings, I have stuff that I do that I find to be productive and that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, after work, it's just I get home and I'm just, like, done. I'm done. Sure. I think part of it is just I, I don't have a physically challenging labor-intensive job. Just going to throw that out there. But we do have different types of jobs. Mm-hmm. Like you sit at a desk all day, right? I mean, I stand. 
Yeah, you because you're a pretentious millennial. You stand at a desk all day. Well, unless I'm sitting on a chair with my laptop. But yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're taking me on a on a roller coaster ride here. First you're standing and now you're sitting? Mark. <laughs> sometimes my I heart squat. can't take this. <laughs> Do you actually squat sometimes? I mean, for brief seconds when I want to stretch out my legs. <laughs> okay, because I do that too, and then people at work look at me weird, so. No, I, there's a person when I was an intern, uh, she she normally just chills at her desk now, but when her desk was in a different place, she would just like lie down on the floor with her laptop. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But yes, we do. I acknowledge, we do have very different jobs. Yeah, so I don't know. Because I feel like I'm up on my feet all, or the majority of the day and so i get home i just want to sit down but why does that preclude you from doing other things because other things i have to get up and go get things to do things like what do you mean like i just feel like i don't have a good grasp of i don't what know you want to do and if i don't you have don't... a good grasp of what i want to do either well then that's that's the problem it's okay. not the amount of time that you have that you're wasting your time it's but that you don't know what you Mark, want i'm cutting to... you off cutting okay. you off okay i figured out an answer because what okay. i want to do is i'm circling back to the comic is thinking about exploring discovering and playing I feel like to explore discover and play you got to like do stuff maybe it's just my viewing view of what exploring discovering and playing is yeah, I feel like, like we're thinking very differently about what that means. <laughs> I view those things as being like stuff that you have to be up doing actively. It's not like a passive activity where you're just like sitting on your rear exploring, discovering, and playing from your couch. Like, as I'm saying that, I can think of ways that you could do those three things from your couch. But it's not the way I want to do them. So this this is the thing. This is why I want to, this is why I was aiming for what specific things. Cause for me, the way that I explore and discover and play, at least my goal throughout, throughout this year is that I'm trying to get back into computer programming. Ah. Uh. Right. So that's something like, those are things that I do. I've been playing piano a lot. Uh, yeah. So you can do those other things, little from things your rear. like, like, yeah, there are like, there are also other things that I do, like on the weekend when I have the time, I'll go out and I'll go find places to hike or whatever, and I'll explore that way. Uh, but my evenings are like, yeah, I, I don't mind coming and relaxing at home and then doing the things that I want to do. Yeah. See, I think the getting out and like going on hikes and exploring the city where I live and stuff are the types of things that I'm thinking of that I want to be doing, but I'm also the weather. That's maybe another <laughs> that's reason. Definitely true. <laughs> that, that's, that's definitely a contributing factor that I'm noticing right now that I get home from work and it's like, ah, it's negative 20 wind chill. I'm not going to go on a hike tonight. Also, it's dark. I'm not going to go on a hike tonight in an unfamiliar park in the dark. Yeah. Sounds like a great way to no longer be podcasting with Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but this is the thing, though. It's like, I understand, like, the broad idea of exploring and discovering and playing. But I just feel like... I don't know, but maybe it's just it's like... It's beneath you. No, no, I'm just saying maybe we're just, like, thinking and or wired a bit differently in that way. Where, like, the thing that I aspire to, it's not something that I'm good at, but it's, like, 
the way that I feel like I'm making progress is by over time developing more and more specific things that I actually want to accomplish. Right? I'm not good mm-hmm. at that. I'm not as good as like other people that I know at doing that sort of stuff, but like I I knew for a while that like, you know what? Like I've put programming way off to the side at throughout like most of college even though I liked it. And it's just something that I want to re-engage with, even if it's just like, like for this year, get as good as I can for this year and then move on to something else. But like, like that's like a more actionable goal versus things that are just like much less tangible. Like, oh, I'll go find hikes to do on the weekend. Like, yeah, those are things I can go do and they're fun when I do them. But I don't have a specific thing that I want to accomplish. You know, and if I did, then I could go do it. Like, ooh, I want to do these specific hikes, or I want to do them so quickly, or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's something that just sounds like it's missing, is that you have this, like, super broad idea of, like, you just want to do better Things. and do more, yeah. preferably outside, and, like, that's fine, but it's going to leave you wanting kind of no matter what without something a bit more specific to help you along. I think, yeah, I think you're right. My problem is kind of the way that I'm going about my goals and what I want. Because there's also a real part of me that we've talked before about how we're in kind of like that quarter-life crisis part mm-hmm. of our lives right now. And there's a real part of me that just kind of wants to like, not wallow in it, because that sounds sad, but like, try to capitalize on the I have no idea what I'm doing so I'm going to use that as like a way to just stumble into fun adventures Mm -hmm. because I have in the past in my life there's been tons of times just like I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm just going to do something and then something awesome happens and it's great fun Mm -hmm. and so I feel like there's part of me that wants to just like explore life for a while in that way, because I feel like it's not necessarily a super sustainable, not necessarily sustainable, but it's a, it's a way that people don't necessarily explore their lives as a whole. People aren't always just like, I'm going to cluelessly wander around the world and see what happens to me. And I, I don't see it as something that I'll be doing in 10 15 years so like well i got the chance now to be a foolish child roaming around the world having no idea what he's doing i kind of want to and i get that and that's like uh uh that's like a a broader idea like a theme that you can go with yeah but then you can translate that into things that you can actually do like you can say like oh like some night of the week i'm going to look up uh, maybe you say like every Sunday afternoon, whatever, I'm going to look up events happening within, you know, 15 miles of me. And I'm going to try and do as many broad, you know, cheap slash free experiences that I can manage so that I get this breadth of experience and go out and do things, you know, and just open yourself up to a lot of different things. And that's like something that is super actionable and that you can like do and tell people about and just enjoy 
Uh, but I think you need to reframe it in that way rather than it being like, ooh, I just want to go do things. Like, be like, okay, but can you set up a way to do it and feel like you did things that you feel good about? Yeah. I'd be happy to set you homework if that'll help. <laughs> no, I don't want homework. I know. Because I won't do it. I know. I assume you haven't completed any of your tasks that are supposed to be done in the next 16 days. What are my tasks, Mark? They're back in some old show notes. Okay, I'll go find them. See if I can remember what that episode was even called. Man, it's been a while. It's give me some homework or something. No, I didn't name it something like that. Uh, It's something like that. Remember episode? No. Come on, where is it? Let's see. It would have been in the new year, right? It is... Give me some challenges. That's what it was. There, there we go. See, I was pretty close. I you had were. three of the four words. So so you have make hot chocolate, take a brisk Sunday morning walk. Oh, I made hot chocolate. Okay, good. Take a. Did you make it like, like nope. heating stuff in a pan? I didn't think that was the challenge. That was the challenge, was to make like homemade hot uh, chocolate, not just like microwave stuff. I'm not going to do that. Well, Grant... <laughs> Okay. No, I need to do that. Yes, Mark. These you are, gave me challenges. He agreed that these were through. four relatively simple but nice things to do. <laughs> and I did the one terrible thing that you asked me to do. <laughs> yeah. I need to read your show notes more often. These are good. Thanks. <laughs> hey, listeners, if you don't read Mark's show notes very often, you should do it. They're pretty decent. <laughs> Just a plug for the show notes, bro. <laughs> Thanks for that thumbs up. Showing some loves for those show notes. <laughs> so Ooh. yes, those are your challenges. So those are four things that you could do. Do I have, okay, the read a book. Do I have to read the entirety of a book <laughs> in like the same cozy place? Uh, no. Or like if I've read a chapter in a cozy place, yeah, is that good? if you've been reading a book, like you should ideally finish the book before you tell me about it. Uh, okay. rather than being because i can't because if you just say like oh i read a chapter of a book and i'll never touch that book again like <laughs> i read pride and prejudice in a nook near a fireplace because i <laughs> thought it was you know the correct thing to be reading in that situation but i'll never touch yeah. the book again because it sucked <laughs> like i won't accept that okay you could be like i read this comic book in a cozy place and i'd be like cool that's nice like, I, I, these were things that were meant to be something that you can legitimately enjoy. Yeah, whereas mine just is just ideas. something to torture you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, put it nicely, it was to help me grow as a person. Through torture, but yes. Yeah. Okay, let's move on, because I have, like, I had a specific thing that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, you should have cut and, us and off I, sooner then. Yeah, and I chose a, chose a comic for it. I pulled a U. Perfect. Actually, I gotta open up your new comic, because... There we go. So Mark's comic this week comes from Frank and Ernest by Thaves. I feel like we've had a Frank and Ernest before. I don't know. And so the comic is just one scene and it looks like it's some sort of business with a counter and a man standing behind the counter and a sign that says rental agency. The man standing behind the counter has some glasses and appears to be looking at some papers that he's holding in his hand. And there's a man standing on the opposite side of the counter wearing a coat and a hat. And he says, yes, 
I want a single apartment. If I wanted to live with someone, I'd live in a togetherment. Oh, to get I'd live in a togetherment. Dang it. I screwed that up. <laughs> well, we're back to normal. <laughs> it's like a pun. <laughs> I, I get it. But it was just like my brain wasn't ready for it. And so it was like a Tuger to Mehernament is how I first read it in my head. And I was like, that wasn't right. So then I had to pause to figure out how to say it. And I still messed it up. This is why I love the audio medium through which we convey these comics. Because if you're just reading this in your head, you can struggle with that for a second, then get it and be like, huh, that was cool. But here you have to go through that entire process out loud. Out loud (laughs) for others and in as short of a time as possible. So there's not awkward pauses. Well, I can always cut out awkward pauses. See, I should have just paused really long and awkwardly so you would have had to cut it out. I mean, I'd prefer if you paused for 10 seconds before starting the comic at all. Uh, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. It's so. kind of entertaining. I don't know. Listeners, let us know. Is it entertaining when I mess up comics and make it confusing so you don't understand what we're talking about? It is. <laughs> so, what I wanted to talk about. I'd like to bring bring the listener on a journey with me. Ooh, a journey. To yesterday. Well, actually, specifically to Monday. First, Grant and I attempted to record an episode. Neither of us were really in the mood to record an episode, but we went for it. And we got about 20 minutes in, and Grant said, Are we really going to release this? And he was kind of joking, kind of not. And I said, No, I'm going to stop recording. And then I did, because it was terrible. It was, good. yeah. <laughs> it's it good was that as, we stopped. It was as bad as episode two. Yes, and I have no recordings, so it's just, you know, that's gone. So we said, okay, we'll record tomorrow night, a.k.a. last night, a.k.a. Tuesday. I knew I was going to get called out for this. No, I'm not, I'm not calling you out. I'm getting okay. to something. Okay. So it gets to around when we normally record or when I'd normally kind of nudge grant in the direction of hey we should start recording i texted him in and around i don't think i have a record anymore in and around i can like eight o'clock his time it doesn't really matter around eight o'clock his time six o'clock my time is around when we start thinking about recording okay and so i text him and i don't get a response for a while i'm like huh Grant's, you know, Grant should know that we were going to record this. It's been 24 hours, you know. So I try calling him, which I, I've probably done on about two other occasions when I just really needed information right then and there. Which is normally effective with me. Exactly. And this was like maybe around nine o'clock his time. I call him and I don't get an answer. And at this point, I'm like, that's odd. I didn't try calling again because, you know, I don't know what, what could possibly be happening. And, of course, because of the time difference, I'm up until past midnight his time. Nothing from Grant. And I'm thinking, I mean, I have to go to bed. Odds are he's fine, but I honestly don't know. Luckily, I woke up the next morning to a text from him that he had sent an hour later saying, I fell asleep after dinner and woke up seven hours later. That's not Uh, what the text said, but okay. Well, it's basically what it, that's what the information that it conveyed. It also included, whoops, I'm sorry. (laughs) And other such things, but yeah. that's the, that's that's the information. Was I fell asleep after dinner for seven hours, and that's fine. 
I woke up at like 1 a.m. So, but but the serious question here that I had thought about all day is that, I mean, I don't live alone. I have a roommate, but you live alone. Do you ever think about what would happen if something bad happened to you? Yeah. Yeah? What Like, what do you think? Because, like, I don't know, like, like, what the whole, like, like, what do you think about just being alone in that way? I don't know. Like, it's not something that bothers me because, like, it's not many. I don't know. Like, I feel like the likelihood of something bad happening to me to the point where, like, by bad happening to me, do you mean, like, I die in my apartment? I mean, like, you're, you're at, let's say not necessarily, like, dead because then you can't do anything about it. That's whatever. You know, you're dead. <laughs> Yeah. You, you have no control in that situation. Well, let's say you're like physically incapacitated. I feel like most of the time there's ways to like make someone else aware or like get some sort of assistance. But I don't know. Like the, but that's just like my question. Like, like I don't know. Like what I was thinking about was if Grant f- somehow found himself in some sort of terrible medical situation or like some other you know someone like broke in or like something and you like didn't have like you weren't able to get to your phone you were like physically incapacitated yeah like i I was thinking that i mean obviously work would start calling but i don't know what sort of recourse they would have like i don't know if they have emergency contact info for you like what steps they would take Mm -hmm. like i feel like the after them like, I don't know how frequently you talk to your parents, but I know that I'm probably the one person who consistently communicates with you every week. I was I was going to say, other than work, I've, I have thought about this before, is that it would probably be work that would maybe notice something first, but I don't know if they would, like, follow through on it. Yeah, like what their approach would be, yeah. How they would do that. So I was thinking that, like, yeah, you'd probably be the one who would be the first to be like, yo, is Grant dead? Like, do I need to call someone about this? Like, he's gone MIA hardcore here. What yeah. happened? And the thing is, like, I don't know what I would do if I honestly thought that something was wrong. You know, like, it would take me, let's say, it would probably take me at least two days after I first tried to text you about recording before I would really think that something was wrong. Cause I know that that can be the delay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but then I often, feel though. like I'd have to call one of our other friends to like tell your parents to try and do something about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, do like, you want me to like know. give you a string of people to go to? Because <laughs> I can do I, that. I, I have like a call down list for you in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk about that after the episode because I want to know what it is. I know. Yeah, we won't say any names right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I don't know. It's just what I was thinking about. Like that's something that I never hear talked about when it comes to living alone, especially in a place that like you aren't around people because like last year Aaron lived alone like she lived in his in a one-bedroom apartment but obviously if something happened I would know within like 12 hours <laughs> you know and I'd be able to do something about it probably it just 
was a weird thought to have. You know, because you just like, you know, sometimes you just run through those like those worst case scenarios in your head. Whether they make any sense, even if you're not actually worried about it, you're just kind of casually thinking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just thought that it was interesting. Yeah. I do also try to take at least some steps to not ensure my safety, but, like, if I'm going out and doing something bizarre, like going and meeting up with some stranger or something, I'll often, or sometimes I'll text someone and say, like, hey, yo, I'm just going out to, like, hang out with someone this evening. I just wanted to let you know so someone knew where what I was up to. Yeah, okay, so dead like, man switch. Yeah. Um, so I sometimes do stuff like that. And, um, another thing that I do, and this is just because I enjoy running outside and stuff, mm-hmm. is that I just all the time, I just like how I always wear a watch on one wrist, on the other wrist, I wear an emergency ID. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a little ID bracelet that's got like, my name, where I live, like, emergency contact info, like, the most emergency of medical info, stuff like that. Yeah. That would be pertinent if, like, I don't know, if, like, I got hit by a car or if I, like, passed out in a parking lot. Allergic to cars. Huh. Allergic to being run over by a bus. (laughs) Pertinent information. We need to give this man an EpiPen immediately. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I, that's good. I do have stuff like that, which gives, I think that one gives my parents some more peace of mind. Um, Just them knowing that, okay, like, yeah, he has our phone number on his person mm-hmm. if something bad happens. Sure. And he, like, and he's in a public place so people can find him, but they, like, wouldn't normally know who to call. Yeah. Because, like, my phone has a password on it. So if I have my phone with me, they're not going to be able to, like, get into my phone to, like, call mom. Yeah. Well, you can set up your phone to have that, I think. Yeah, you can, but I don't. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) I do, so. At least I think I do. Maybe I don't on this phone. I should check at Mm -hmm. some point. See? We're we're bringing stuff in here. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It just just made me want to get you a life alert. Okay. Okay.